Hey, do you want to be like me and make podcasts that everyone loves? Yeah, you do. But chances are, you don't want to spend a bunch of money doing it. No worries. A solution exists. Spotify's got a platform that lets you make podcasts super easy, then distribute those podcasts everywhere, and you can even earn money doing it. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Also, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. I'm speaking from experience when I say that all those additional features like video podcasts, Q&As, polls, those are things you won't find for cheap elsewhere. But with Spotify for Podcasters, it's all totally free no catch. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Thanks. We love you. everybody huh yeah welcome to pretty scary yeah yeah it's here pretty scary boo yeah i'm adam todd brown i'm caitlin rosecut and we are your hosts i got the emphasis right that last time i think that was good it was good emphasis i finally i finally nailed it i just got the word wrong how's it how's it going it's christmas week what Excuse me? Honestly, I still feel like we got a weird combo pack with 2020 and 2021. You know how like when you go to Costco and you see like a box set and it's like, oh, all the best of Steve Martin. You're like, awesome. And there's like one good Steve Martin movie and the rest of them are like not good. Yeah, like there there was that. It's like the jerk and then like the man with two heads or whatever. And you're like, I don't know if I want to pay for basically a really expensive version of the jerk. That's kind of what the last two years felt like. <laughs> it's like we got a full year and then whatever 2021 was. I don't feel yeah. like this was a year at all. We got a full year and then we got bonus features, basically. <laughs> Like this feels like the director's commentary to 2020 or something or like when the original version of Anchorman when it came out on DVD had a whole extra second movie. And then if you watch that movie, it's like, OK, this isn't a movie. This is outtakes <laughs> this is all of, strung this together. Is everything on the cutting room floor. Yeah, that's honestly what this year felt like. I nothing got resolved. Nope. Wheels. Spinning. Uh, well, I mean, we we got a vaccine, but. Didn't resolve anything. Yeah, here, uh, here we are. Afraid oh. to travel again. Yay. I just, I'm not depressed this year like I was last year. So I don't know. I don't know why, but I mean, I think it was because I got vaccinated and I had, I feel like I had some sense of agency a yeah. little bit. And at the bare minimum, we had a president that wasn't like literally pretending 
this wasn't happening. I'm not saying that he necessarily did everything in his power, but it was nice to not have a president that was like, it's going to go away like the wind or whatever. And like just full on gaslighting everybody. So that I guess helped. It helped. Yeah. I'd rather, Um, I'd rather my president say nothing while doing nothing, which is what we got. Yeah. Biden. Yeah. Well, I also think, I think people kind of forgot that. I don't know. Like we had so many years of just a crazy person saying random crap that to, to then go to a president who's like definitely not swinging for the fences and is just like, yep, you definitely elected me. I think everybody's kind of got whiplash uh, regardless, like no matter how you feel about him, it's like, it's, it's so normal on certain way in certain ways that we're, we're like a bunch of abused dogs that got <laughs> rescued from a junkyard. <laughs> we're just like- yeah. But rescued <laughs> from a junkyard by like a pet store. Like not, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, not, it's almost a lateral move when it comes to Biden. But yeah, at least there aren't like I don't know fights or something. Kids in cages? The yeah, there are. I'm, I'm talking about them. the dogs. Adam. Yeah, Adam. Yeah. Well, the, this all makes a fine segue into what we're talking about because I think the last uh, I don't know hundreds of years of presidential history can all be attributed to what we're talking about today, which is. <laughs> the demon that lives in the White House. It's the demon that caused, you know, Trump to get elected. Uh, It's why, uh, you know, 9-11 happened. Uh, It's why the Berlin Wall fell. It's insane. Guys, this documentary, I, 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 like most people that work from home, I'll have like a TV show on in the background that I can just kind of tune out or or a movie. Some people put on music. I put on television. And I, I have my old Discovery Plus app, fired up and i see a title card for demon in the white house and i was like "Uh uh-oh what what are they what are they feeding the old angry midwesterners this time (laughs) shirts fuck it's it's quite a dose of delusion oh my god yeah this is (laughs) this is flagrantly irresponsible yeah it's it's like blaming everything the nazis did on the occult like Yeah. yeah they were interested in it but they were also evil genocidists who murdered millions and millions of people. It's not because of the occult. It's just a thing that was happening uh, around them. Exact same, almost exact same thing here because. Yeah. It's like the beginning. It, it made, I don't know about you, but it made me think like, wow, this is like satanic panic. This, it really reminds me of that because it does two things at once. It a externalizes all the big boo-boos, all of them, uh, and makes them demonic for either political party you want to deal with, uh, with this concept. And also it puts a very moralistic lens on any kind of spiritualism <laughs> yeah. at all. Like it, it literally demonizes grief in some parts of this. And I see a lot of uh, I'm just going to say it again for the hundredth time on the show that a lot of evangelical, uh, threads in, in this version of American history, it's pretty shocking. Yeah. To, to just give people a general sense of direction of where this is heading. One of the really overall themes of this documentary is that most of the really cataclysmic events that have happened in American history can be blamed on white house renovation. <laughs> 
basically, it's crazy. It really is crazy. And yeah, as the title suggests, it's it's a documentary about this theory that there are demons living in the White House. And that's why all the bad things that presidents have done were done is because the demon told them to. Blame it on the devil. The devil made him do it. The demon Uh, made him do it. And it... Yeah, oh, it man. it opens with a, a a sequence where a bunch of bozos are doing a séance at the White House. It doesn't really explain that; just jumps into it. Yeah, we start with a cold recreate open, like flat out, and like we're not even out of the the montage of the Talking Heads before I already hate this because they they bring up the premise is a demonic presence causing the evil that happens in the White House. And it's no, that no, that, that's white supremacy, I believe, is what causes a whole lot of that. But last time I checked, but that's not what this documentary is presupposing. Or maybe it's ghosts. Uh, Unreal. And I let's just also state, you know, again, Adam and I believe in supernatural phenomenon. Like that's not sure. what we're saying. What is not what we're saying here at all. But one of the things that Adam and I have our antenna up about often is how the exploration into the unknown gets wielded in typically very conservative borderline white supremacist narratives. And, you know, this really taught at one point we're going to get into it. It's talking about like the spiritualist movement that happens in America around the civil war. And it is not surprising to me that this is taken as a dark, horrible thing because it's not Christianity. Suddenly people are turning away from Christianity and trying to find some other way to reckon with their trauma And that is immediately moralized. And I just find it fascinating because I will bet everything. I'm going to make an Adam prediction. We're going to see this again in the next couple of years. We're going to see people. We've got waves and waves of grief that are just starting to build and going to crest and break here pretty soon. And I promise you, we're going to see more cult behavior. We're going to see more spiritualism. And we're going to see a huge backlash from the right about it. It's going to be wild. So there, there's my prediction for the next two, three years. Yeah, I mean, we're definitely heading toward another satanic panic thing, if nothing else. That's, a, that's all QAnon is, is satanic panic nonsense. Yep. So we'll, we'll get there. Yeah, what I hate about this is they're taking the fact that a president and his wife were dabbling in something that was hugely popular at the time. It was everywhere at the time. It's actually one of my favorite parts in American history, because right at this juncture, you have the beginning of real science, like electricity, like civics, civic geared science, things that are actually improving the lives of multiple, multiple people. And magic at the same time. It was, I mean, it's a cool, interesting time in American history that lasts for a pretty good amount of a big chunk of time. And yeah, I agree. It's like, ooh, they were, this is a very fringe hobby for a president to be dabbling in. Not true. Yeah, not at At all. Not at the time at all. It would actually be more fringe if a president started fucking with it now. Yeah, this specifically. Because yeah. the spiritualism movement, like the especially the group they're talking about here, which it starts off with this uh, sister duo called the, the, Fox the, Fox, sisters, the Fox sisters. Those are just the people that go on to start like Casadega, which is a community in Florida that's just like psychics and mediums. It's a very weird place. Here's a documentary, Adam, we should pitch. Caitlin and Adam take Casadega. I've been there. It's uh, it's not what you're go. expecting. 
it's, that's why I think it would be funny. It never, nothing is ever what yeah. you're expecting. I don't care about that part. I just think if you and I went to Casadega, it would be like worth documenting. Yeah. I, I went with an ex and the first person we tried to book a, a session with was clearly hammered and told us to <laughs> come back me. in like an hour and a half. And then the second woman must have thought we weren't going to uh, afterwards talk to each other about what, cause we did our, our yeah. sessions separately, me and sure. my ex. And this woman clearly didn't think we were going to talk about it after No, why because would she clearly just like got things from each of us that we said about the other one. And then, well, like I went second. So just stuff that my girlfriend said to her, love it. She like regurgitated it. Love to it. Me. See, I live for this. And by I that time for- we're, we're, she's got our money and we're back on the road. So what are you going to do? I just think it's great when it's a scam and it's great when it's great. I'm fascinated either way. But anyway, so can yes, I, they treat they treat can, this. Wait, this can oh, I, sorry. Can I tell you the absolute worst feature of Casadega? Yes, absolutely. If you ever go, buckle uh-huh. up for this. When we go, when we go. Uh-huh. No ATMs. And a what? lot of, and a lot of those people only take cash. There's a gift store where they could position an ATM with no problem. But no, the only ATM is like, yeah, three miles away in a different town. You are a tourist attraction with a hotel that I believe was named after Frank Sinatra. Yeah. And you don't have an ATM. You deserve- Weird lack of foresight for a town of psychics. Yeah, you think they would see that problem coming and fix it. Anyway, maybe, yeah. Maybe so they know a- something about ATM sh- machines that we don't. So there's a ghost in the White House, and it got in yeah. through the, the Fox sisters. Basically, the Fox sisters, by the way, are an interesting topic, uh, which we could cover at another date. I just want to say, because there's like a real mix of fraud and mysticism in that story. It's a really strange combo. But yeah, they got invited to the White House and shit went down and it's all their fault. Yeah, basically, the the Pierce's kid dies. (laughs) By the way, we had a President Pierce. Franklin Franklin Pierce. be real about this. <laughs> 1853. Yeah. Uh, first of the haunted presidents. They say in this <laughs> in this show, tragedy followed him wherever he went. He meets a woman named Jane Appleton, and they are opposites in that she didn't like politics or booze, and Franklin Pierce loved both of those things with all his heart. What what a what a wacky zany pair. So they get married. Well, yeah. They get hitched. Jane Appleton's dad was a Calvinist preacher which uh, that's just like a, another sect of crazy religious back then. Yeah. Uh, she was a real Debbie Downer. She didn't, didn't have an upbeat personality. She could play piano, but seemed sad about the fact that she could play piano. I don't know what the fuck was happening there. She just sounds like she was allergic to all kinds of fun. And maybe that was a good match because since tragedy followed him wherever this man went, he needed to be hitched to somebody who's like down to cry. And to be fair... Tragedy did seem to follow this this man around. Yes, I'm. You can't really argue that. Their first child died at the age of a few days. Then their second child died at the age of four, and so then they they have one they have one child left. His name's Benny, and Jane becomes obsessed with Benny. They use that word obsessed. Yeah. As if any parent on the planet isn't going to pay a little extra attention to the one surviving child 
in it's the so family. terrible it's uh, oh she w- they always do this to these women it's like oh she went insane with the loss of her child <laughs> you're like i'm sorry she's, what was she supposed to do gild her vagina with gold and just say let's do this again like i give these women a break it's like oh they saw her wandering the roof waiting for her son to come home through the clouds and all these like weird victorian stories let me tell you something if anything ever happens to my son i'm gonna go learn how to kill people with my hands in tunisia and then just sit in front of the megan's lost site until i get caught yeah (laughs) that's i will go insane if something happens to my son there's no question yeah it's it's a really weird thing you see a lot in shows like this like, and they do this with the Lincolns too later in this episode, yeah. which is they famously did this to the Lincolns. They're people for for ever ever since I was a kid. It's like, oh, Abraham Lincoln was a very dark man. Well, read read his story, goddammit. it! Like, yeah, uh, he he all he had reason to be a very yes. dark man, and also you have reason to be sad if your child dies. And this show, uh-huh. this show treats that like at a time when she should have been celebrating so much less responsibility. She's sad because well, her child died. But but this is where I see these like really deep unconscious evangelical line, like threads right here, because like right at the get go, you have this thing about grief being a cautionary period of your life that can open the door to all of this darkness. And it's so dangerous, but this is still something that basically people are told never outright. It's like all of this unconscious experience that a person is processing is forced to be externalized and then deposited into only what could be evil. It's awful. It's so terrible and so dangerous. So yeah, they bring up that she hates politics and that around the time of all these kids of theirs dying, she begs Franklin Pierce to get out of politics because she can't she can't stand it anymore. Yeah. And he does, and by that I mean he runs for the presidency and wins. Just insane. So he didn't so much get out of politics as just ascend to a point in politics where you're above everyone else. So you're sort of out of it, but also you're not <laughs> out of it whatsoever in any shape or form so that guys oh my god that causes a little a little rift in the family and it's yeah i think i think women are still property at this point though so but at the same time here here's the thing here's here's what this sort of reminds me of i knew a woman in upstate new york who uh married a guy who at the time was I believe either a high school football coach like by profession or mm-hmm. by that time he might have already been the athletic director of the high school he worked at which okay. he was at the time when I knew them sure. and uh, she married him and then immediately upon getting married would get irate whenever he wanted to watch sports like this is a man who's entire life and career was built around sports and then for some reason once they got married she really took offense to how much he wanted to watch (laughs) sports and it's like you married a politician and you're mad that he wants to be president now i here's what i'm gonna say at this especially at this point in american history i don't blame a single woman for marrying somebody with the sole purpose purpose of making one man unhappy for the rest of his life yeah that's true i really don't uh, I'm okay with it. This was not a time to be a woman. It, I mean, it's only recently been a time that seems a little bit better to be a woman, but not at this point at all. So there's the one last kid, Benny. Benny is, <laughs> Benny is the last Pierce 
uh, last Pierce child. And uh, she's Jane's very unhappy that Franklin Pierce has won the presidency. And uh, they're on a they're on a train trip shortly after he went. Oh, oh, whistle stop tour, if you will. Yeah, it's a, a little bit before the inauguration, I believe. Uh, yeah, January 6th. And they're on this train. They got Benny with them. And uh-oh, the train car they're riding in becomes separated from the rest of the train. Like That seems suspicious to me. Little suspicious. Little suspicious. And uh, there's an accident and Benny dies. And they, they go to great lengths to tell us that not only did Benny die, but his face was crushed. Thanks, Discovery Plus. Yeah, yeah. The age Really, really needed that. Age 11, Benny dies of a face crush uh, brought on by a train. And it's this face crush that ruins America. (laughs) It really is. Yeah, this really sets up uh, the Civil War and everything thereafter. Which, you know, as my my insane Republican relative would say, it's all right there. You just got to connect the dots. It's right there in front of us, waiting for us to, to, to see. If you, hidden in plain sight. If you use your critical thinking skills, uh, Which, just, you know. just, uh, just as you did when making your decision as to whether or not to get vaccinated, then you can only come to one conclusion. Ghosts. Face crushed Benny. <laughs> Face crushed Benny. That's who we blame for all of this. So at least this show will for the rest of for the rest of time. Yes. Yes. COVID face crush Benny. It's all his mm-hmm. fault. Yeah. Uh, Damn it, Benny. <laughs> so now the inauguration's a whole bummer because everyone's like, yay, congratulations on the presidency. Also, our deepest sympathies and condolences on your your dead kid. And I mean, that's a real high low moment right there. Really for a person. is. That's a lot. It's a bittersweet inauguration, to say the least. Yeah. So Jane blames this death on Franklin Pierce becoming president. And twist that knife, Jane. She gets all sad about it. So the press starts calling her the phantom of the White House. (laughs) (laughs) After nothing more than the death of four kids, she's now a shadow of her former self. Get it together, Jane. God damn it, Jane. I will say that, I mean, I hate to put it this way, but like, I think a vast majority of people at this point had lost a child. I mean, like there's, this is the time where kids were dying, like a hundred percent. Yeah. It's the 1850s. Kids were dying from like scraped knees and shit. (laughs) They sneezed and died with like an eyeball exploding and it was just a dark time. Yeah. They get a cut on their arm. You don't get them to a leech in time. And I feel like the, who I'm really this person today, like the patriarchal need to be annoyed at women grieving their children is like feasting on this moment. Like the phantom of the white house is so horrible. That's so <laughs> unfair. It's just like, it sure is. And so there, here we see the seeds planted for, we're going to call her a phantom. And now she's into the dark arts. Like, Right. Boom. It's all right there. And this is all happening again as the spiritualism movement is starting. Uh, case in point, first Ouija board uh, produced in 1848. So there it is. That's that's the times we're living in. And Jane gets way into all of this after b- b- Benny and his death. Benny! <laughs> so I had that in the notes. Yeah, I like it. I, ha- I uh-huh. had that in the notes and I wasn't going to not do it. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, this is the point where she's suspected of having called the Fox sisters and bringing them in for a good old mid-1800s seance. Listen, I would be all over seances if I lost my kid. All white on rice, all over it. I'd be like, this is all I'm going to do all day. I'm the president's wife. I don't have a job. I don't need to be anywhere. Nobody cares what I think. They're already calling me the Phantom of the White House. Let's party. Well, especially if if it's happening at a time when, like, the country, normal. the country is young. We're still figuring out what is and what is not. And it's a point in history where a bunch of people are like, hey, we have all the answers for the afterlife. Like, you're going to, like, they used to sell heroin off on, on the shelves for pain relief. Like, <laughs> we didn't know things back then. No. We were all just figuring shit out, including Jane Pierce. She's like, yeah, I'm sad about my kid. I wouldn't mind talking to him. Let's see what the Fox sisters got to say. And this documentary plays this as, well, here's the moment the demons came to the White House. And it's all, it's it's not like someone went in and did an old-timey EVP session back at the time and was like, look, we found documented evidence that demons showed up. Every one of these talking heads is just like, this is when it happened, 100%. Yeah, and that's they're, it. They're like, this is when it happened, or well, if it happened, this is when it would have happened. And it's like, fucking, we have no no evidence of this at all. And they're just like, yeah, a demon got in the White House, and that's why all the bad things happen. The other thing is, it's t- it's of course it's a woman. I mean, I'm I'm kind of circling the drain here, but like, it's it's a woman's fault. There's absolutely one hundred and fifty percent zero chance that a man had done anything shitty in the White House prior to this woman trying to contact Benny. Not possible. Definitely nothing bad had happened before that. Or ever after, as it turns out. That's No, this is all it took. Yeah, yeah. The grief of a child, it's all the the woman's fault. It's like... Jane Pierce uh, got too sad over her child dying. She called the Fox sisters to the White House and the United States disproportionately incarcerated black people in the 80s because of unfair drug laws. It's a simple ABC thing. You just follow the there. You just follow the facts. Facts don't care about your feelings. You know, the Garden of Eden all over again. Yeah. Yeah. Women. Fuck women. Fuck women for exploring other ways to communicate and commute and alchemize their grief. Oh, Jane. Jane, you you, ignorant slut. Jane, you ignorant slut. It's an SNL quote, everybody. Calm down. Everybody relax. Plus, this is Benny's fault, technically, for not holding on tighter to the side of the train. Yeah. Get it together, Benny. Act like you've seen a train before. But Jane later claims to see Benny as a ghost, little ghost Benny, running around the White House. And this is the first ghost sighting in the White House. That's fine. And I'm sure that was real. (laughs) Such were the times... That there were actual newspaper articles about Jane calling the Fox sisters to the White House and speculating on whether this was going to lead the way for demons to enter the White House. So even back then, people were crazy. Oh, yeah. I mean, crazier. They just didn't make documentaries like this. And so the talking heads all just take the, the band, actually. I haven't even mentioned that. It's the <gasps> yeah, band. We, like yeah, David, David Byrne, Byrne literally yeah. is in this. We're in a big ass. That's how it starts. So they they all kind of just take it as fact that, well, 
Yep, that's when that's when demons started living in the White House. Thanks, Jane. And it makes me really angry. I couldn't believe it while I was watching it. I was like, this is so flagrant. It's unbelievable. Especially when they start getting into the specific acts that they're trying to blame on this ghost. Like they, <laughs> they basically imply that the ghost of Benny Pierce is the reason Franklin Pierce signed the Nebraska Kansas Act, which like hugely expanded slavery. It's like you're sure that's why that happened because of the ghost. Well, why did all the slavery before that happen? It's so insane. Like what what ghost made our founding fathers partake? Like what I, I don't I don't understand. I mean, they did kill a lot of kids in England. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like where as if all this, of this is the first bad moment in slavery. Like, I'll yeah, tell you, slavery really took a turn once that ghost moved into the White House. It got nasty after that lady had a seance. Anybody else notice that? I feel like we got way more divided over the issue after that. People were so much meaner to their slaves after <laughs> Benny started running around the halls of the White House. Oh, my God, this documentary. <laughs> and so, yeah, the like the Kansas-Nebraska Act basically is the inciting yeah, event that eventually kicks off the civil war so benny caused the civil war well jane jane caused the civil I don't, war tomato tomato the yeah. fox sisters they caused the civil war yeah by not having the athleticism to catch benny when he was bouncing around that train car and then getting all fucking sad about it and calling in the ghost hunters the ghost there summoners. is no benny there is only zool <laughs> jane caused Bagul. all of this they're getting begooled. Oh, no, not begooled. <laughs> God, I hate that movie. I love demon names so much. Begool. <laughs> they're, so, they're so like wacky. Azazel. Woo-hoo! I've never had a demon name take me out of a movie more than begool. Oh, I was not expecting that. That was like a surprise party. It's like everybody turned the lights on. I was like, whoa, what? Sounds like a phone game. I mean, and Vincent D'Onofrio is trying so hard to play it like serious oh man that movie's very disturbing it's very bad it's disturbing how much people liked it movie fucking yeah sucked. people really liked it but i don't understand it. there's so much dead children like content i'm like i don't want to yeah i don't want to do this like i, I what do you think i am president pierce's wife exactly Hello. i'm not trying to invite <laughs> demons into my house come on i'm not trying to get begooled we've been begooled as a country so Next, they bring up this thing called the stone tape theory. Which oh, my is God. <laughs> the idea just... that buildings where bad things happen sometimes record those bad things and then do something with the energy. And they list off a series of bad things that have happened in the White House that somehow ends with 9-11. Uh, yeah, let's not get into the weeds. I don't want to I don't want to <laughs> like ruin the documentary for everybody. But you'll find once you watch it, don't, that it's all there. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I, I didn't know that 9-11 happened in the White House, but... Right there. It's fine. So there's, <laughs> there's some speculation about a, an exorcism having happened. Oh, man, that's the only thing I'm rooting for in this whole documentary is like, God, please let there have been an exorcism in the White House. That would be great news. But at no point do they entertain the idea that if there was, maybe it worked because... Oh, they're no. Just, they're, they're like, oh, it probably brought in more ghosts. It's like, well, who did that exorcism? Like, why? This is what I'm saying. It's like, it's this open, weird, like, anti-spiritualist thought that it, anything that isn't a Christian right 
thing is bad and not Catholicism because Catholicism, according to everyone I grew up with, is totally different than evangelical Christianity, even though we use the document that was galvanized by the Catholic Church. (laughs) So stupid. Completely different things, Caitlin. Totally. So, yeah, they show this exorcism. The guy's got a lot of Bagan's energy. He's like, you ghosts are too scared to show yourselves. And they're like, yeah, we've, already been sh- we're already, we've already been showing ourselves, haven't you? Read- then he's like, I'm right, I'm right here. Yeah. Haven't you read the newspaper articles, you old ghost? Can't you see my smashed face? So at this point, it feels like they're just having the, the various uh, experts and talking heads in this documentary just kind of make up the story as they go along. They're just- There's no, and this is a stupid thing to say about a documentary like this, but there's like no evidence. There's no supporting material at all. No, it's speculation. And I know how that gets manufactured because it's like the, the people watching this and they're like, oh, well, of course there wouldn't. I mean, how could, you know, you can't get the, you know, they don't know. We, we we're never going to actually get confirmation that this happened, but why, why would Discovery Plus lie to me? Yeah, exactly. They made it. It must be real. And so now cut to Abe Lincoln, 1861. Uh, <laughs> their kid died. It's just like so brutal. Their, their kid, well. Of typhoid. It gets really confusing <sighs> here because they cut to Abe Lincoln. They do this thing where he tells people he had this vision that he was only going to serve one term, which I think I remember hearing about Oh, that yeah, I've before. heard that before. Yeah. And... Mary Todd Lincoln decides to renovate the White House, and that causes ghosts. But before we can even delve into that, they cut to the Taft administration in 1911, and he also decides to renovate. And that's when this ghost referred to as the thing shows up. And I mean, that's what happens when you remodel. A guy named Archibald Butt writes a letter to his sister about the ghost of a boy that they saw in the White House. And here's the thing, Caitlin, tying it all together. There's only one young boy who's died in the White House, and that is young Master Lincoln. Well, smash my face and call me the ghoul. <laughs> you could throw me around a train car. I was so shocked to hear that. You could have knocked me over with a demon's feather. So now we're back to Lincoln. It's they, fucking Benny's fault, though. All of it. Well, Benny started it, but it's like that Denzel Washington movie where you just have to touch someone else and now oh, they're the God. demon. So at some point, oh. Benny touched the, the Lincoln boy. Why didn't I put his name in the notes? What's his fucking The Lincoln name? boy. The Lincoln boy. Everybody knows which kid. Willie! This is like, Willie! I feel, I Willie feel like this is the most famous dead kid in American history, is Abe Lincoln's son. There's no way that's true. John Benet Ramsey is the most famous dead kid in American uh, history. Are you kidding point. me? Well, okay. Let's. Can we at least say that that he held the title for a while? Yeah. Lindbergh, baby, would have would have surpassed oh, That's a good one. Sure. Yeah. That's a good yeah. point. Yeah. The, the comment mm. with your favorite uh, dead kid from history, <laughs> listeners. We'll put, we'll put up a poll. Jesus. This isn't our fault. This is the documentary's fault, okay? This is, like, not our fault at all. And can I just say Adam Walsh would totally win? But anyway. Oh, yeah. The industry he led to? Come on. Was he the first famous dead kid? Can we at least say? He he might have been, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I feel like before that, because he died, like, while his dad was president. In the White House, too. It's a big deal. Like, there was no hospital you could take him to where that could have maybe happened instead? 
I understand why he's haunting the place. Yeah, I would. So Willie Lincoln dies in the White House, and that's why the Bay of Pigs invasion fails. Uh, <laughs> Adam's not exaggerating. I'm really not. I'm really, That's kind of the premise of this whole thing. And uh, am I crazy that they sort of imply that demons are the reason Lincoln freed the slaves? It's way <laughs> mushy, and it is not clear enough at all it's, because it's like are you I implying that that's a bad thing lincoln did there benny slash azazel is responsible for the nebraska act and then the the way it goes is like willie dies lincoln gets depressed he's also kind of depressed because of the civil war weird demons are talked about civil war ends correct that's 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 how it's laid out right yeah they <laughs> Like it's not, there is, I'm going to put it to you this way. There's definitely not a talking head that says, and the moment that the demons were conquered was when the civil war ended and slaves were free. Like that's definitely not said. And also there's no one who's like, well, yeah, it sucks that they've made all these presidents do such bad things, but also how cool is it that these ghosts ended the civil war? Also, they go out of their way to make sure that Lincoln is like, it's very clear that no, no, Lincoln did not end the civil war to save the <laughs> slaves. No, no, no. Like this one guy is like flat out, like this was not about freeing slaves. It's like, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, who is the good guy here then? I don't understand what's going on. It's a very confusing section. Very, it's very never, confusing. It's nothing, nothing is definitively stated as slavery ending is a good thing. So, so Willie dies. Mary Todd Lincoln gets the sads over it like an emotional woman. Phantom of the White House too. Electric yeah. Boogaloo. <laughs> and <laughs> she decides to contact some mediums over it at, again, a point in history when literally everyone with the means to do so was contacting mediums for this kind of thing. So it's just like, can you imagine how boring life was at the time? Seriously? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that sounds awesome. Rich people Especially need ways to spend their money. This was one of them. Yeah. But 100%. unfortunately, it's also why Obama never shut down Guantanamo Bay. That's the reason. Because Mary Todd Lincoln contacted mediums. And uh, this is the point where I realized another really cool thing about this documentary. Cool. Not only are they saying, well, ghosts are responsible for all the things these evil men, sorry, these great men who took who were, the office of who the were presidency. Put upon. Yes, did. thank yes. you, Adam. Ghosts yes. caused it. But also, yeah. it was all the women in their life that brought the ghosts. I'm telling so you, it is freaking crazy. I it's that also is what blew kind my of the women's fault. Like, if we just had a single president at the time, none of this would have happened. I also just want to note that I don't think this documentary gets into the fact that Ronald Reagan had an astrologer that he consulted on everything. <laughs> he sure did. And, and it's not in this. No, they bring it up. They do? Did I just like, they, okay. Yeah, right. they bring okay. it up. They. That's right. I'm sorry. I just was like, but oh, but no, I remember now. It's like, well, Nancy introduced him. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they, they, they <laughs> mentioned what that it, is. It, it was. I'm sorry. Once again. Yes, that's right. I, I mixed up my, what I was angry about. They're like, oh, I'm, I'm getting ahead. Sorry. Let's, let's. Yeah. Well, I didn't even have that in the notes because fuck Reagan. But yeah, of course he, he spoke to a spiritual advisor. He had fucking dementia most of the time. He was. In the White House, the CIA shot him in the head as soon as he took office. So. But they blame Nancy, which is fine. I don't care. But do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, no, like fuck a, once Nancy again. Reagan, but also, yeah, it's, I don't think like he could have. Here been we like, are again. Yeah, he could have been like, uh, no, no, I'm not gonna listen no, to mommy. Sorry, yeah, no, mommy. Sorry, no, mom. 
we're not listening to the astrologer. Please, more jelly beans. <laughs> but yeah, he, he could have just said no, but no, an evil woman brings more evil spirits into the White House. And that's why we ignored the AIDS crisis for years and years and years. They had that lane, didn't take it. And they they jump around a lot like that. At one point, someone just pops in and is like, you know who else's uh, <laughs> president husband got shot in office? A Jackie Kennedy. And it's like, what the fuck's that have to do with anything? Go on. <laughs> <Yeah>. like-, <laughs> like, did this ghost haunt the Secret Service agent that accidentally shot JFK? It'll come out someday. Don't worry, people. I just, it's, it is, it's. If you took the transcript of this documentary and just handed it to like a wily looking person and had them commit it to memory and they just started saying it out loud, you'd be like, oh, look, there's a crazy person. <laughs> yeah, this this very much sounds like a person trying to describe a movie from memory or something. And <laughs> it's just like taking turns that no nothing should nothing. I just, Nothing I also, in history should have taken any of these turns and they didn't, but <laughs> none of it's real. Like it's, well, I mean, I'm sure these moments were real, but the overall theme here is that women ruined America with Satan. Like it's yes. crazy. Yeah. Women teamed up with demons to ruin the nobility the, of the executive branch. Unreal. And it, that's kind of the premise from there on out. They go like, they talk about Lincoln being assassinated and they really, they get into something in that part that they still try to make it seem ghost related. Yep. And, and it's that Lincoln also had this like spiritual advisor who would come into the white house. And it turns out he at one point was like, Oh, I had a vision that you might be assassinated. And one of Lincoln's advisors was like, that guy's a fucking fraud. And I'm going to go in and, he literally threatens to beat him within an inch of his life. It's insane. And then we find out that that advisor was a friend of John Wilkes Booth. And oh my God. instead of being like, hey, do you think maybe they conspired? It's like, do you think this meeting is how John Wilkes Booth got infested by the demon that made him kill Abe Lincoln? It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I feel like the plot from Zoolander has holds water better than this if this was a youtube video it would be banned for misinformation bad it's nuts and it's so irresponsible it it also it also like refuses to acknowledge that crazy racists had way like had a much more insane vindictive albeit real motive to kill lincoln than than anything else so once again it's like no 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 he wasn't killed over the whole freeing the slaves thing (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't it was, people who were mad about slavery. It was just demons. Our side, I mean, those people would never act that way. <laughs> it's so bad. Oh, and then, yeah, they, and when when I said renovations cause all this, they, they get into another point where they're like, okay, so now fast forward to, eh, 1940s. And, and it's like, you know, some bad happened in between there. Do you want to explain any of that 90 year span of bad? Uh-uh. No, no, because the bathroom wasn't right. remodeled in the White House at the time. Yeah, they had the same paintings on the wall, so there was no bad that happened. But then old Harry Truman takes office, and uh, uh, simply because a piano fell through a floor on an upper level of the White House, he decides we need to gut this place and renovate it. And Caitlin, that is precisely why he... the United States dropped two nuclear weapons on the sovereign nation of Japan. 
It was the nexus of all of it is that piano falling through the floor because of demons. It was a metaphor for what we had to do to Japan. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> it really started off on a bad note. Caitlin! Adam! You mean like the piano fall? Like, because music notes. Yes, you could say that everything got crazy once the beat dropped. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, we should have been man. in this documentary. Oh, gosh. That would have been very, very disappointing. We should just edit ourselves into it, right? Just <laughs> make a version where we cut in every once in a while. Like, what the fuck are you all talking about? This is insane. <laughs> we dropped that bomb because we needed to see if it worked on people. You guys are crazy. Don't be, don't overthink this. The demons made us do it. Obs. This is like, yeah, this is like a conjuring movie. I couldn't wait to show you this. When I I sat there, I got like nothing done for a good 90 minutes because that's how long the documentary is, which is unfortunately, I have to admit the perfect length of anything. Let's be honest. But anyway, so I was watching this. I was like, ooh, this is yummy. I got to show Adam. (laughs) Yeah, this should have been called America. The devil made me do it like a golden retriever showing up your front door with a dead rabbit in my mouth it's like this is for you thank you good puppy i killed this rabbit because i love you i brought you this horrible documentary because i love you i had a cat bring me a bird once it's like oh thank you kitty but yeah you're gonna flowers flowers from a homeless man you're gonna give me typhoid and it's gonna cause all sorts of problems Mm, and no one's gonna feed you kitty caitlin calls the ghosts so (laughs) that's our episode we it's watch it at your own peril i it's on discovery plus yeah waiting to be discovered by you i just i feel like we have watched more paranormal content than normal people for the most part it's almost paranormal how much content. Uh, get it? I get it. And I I feel like this is one of the most dangerous things we've ever watched. Yeah. It uh it's up there with that Jesus movie where they made Obama or Satan look like Obama. It's like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> and also when you take into account how a lot of the more super radical elements in society right now are also prone to believe satanic exactly well exactly and then what is hand in hand in that with is misogyny like hardcore women are evil the gateway to hell nightmare factory stuff that's this is it literally is implying that women are the downfall of america but (laughs) never brings up trump it is 2021 and you don't even once in your satan documentary try to go oh also trump or covid yeah no, nothing about COVID. It's like, ugh, this is, yeah, it's an, it's irresponsible and yeah. I hate it and don't watch it. Yeah. Actually don't watch it. <laughs> yeah. Tell Discovery get, Plus. Get a lot of people it. together to watch it at once. Don't boost the numbers. Be responsible about it. Yeah. Turn it on at a bar or something. <laughs> it's a good bar documentary. Yeah, good, good bar show. I'd be stoked. Man, that's what we should do at our restaurant is like play paranormal shows. Yeah. Surprise, Loudly. surprise chicken and ghosts. Oh my God. And waffles. Oh man. So good. I can't wait for that restaurant. So it's Christmas this week, like we said. (laughs) And uh, spooky time. Spooky time. Everyone uh, consult your ghosts accordingly. Tip them well. Uh, It's Christmas. They need it. So with it being Christmas, I 
I decided that we should uh, see if there were any Christmas episodes of Ghost Adventures that we could cover next week as a Christmas gift to all of you who subscribe. And it seems like there's not. Like, I know I could I th- individually I like go through every episode or every season and look for one, but normally shit like this just comes up if you Google it. It should have been so, especially this time of year, it should have been easy to find. But when I when I Googled it, all I got was an episode of Ghost Hunters called Ghosts of Christmas Past. So next week we're going to cover an episode of Ghost Hunters. For a bonus episode, here's the thing. First episode of Ghost Hunters I will have ever watched. I've never seen the show. Really? Never. Not You've never watched Ghost Hunters? Never have I watched Ghost Hunters. And here's the thing. I don't know if it's just because Jane Pierce invited ghosts into the White House in the 1850s. But there's something about Ghost Hunters I was always like, I'm going to be bored watching that. And here's the thing. I kind of was. It's foreshadowing alert. Well, t- check us out next week because I've got uh, parallel comments. I'll say I, I, it's not a rebuttal, but I, I agree with you. We got we got things to talk about. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, if you want to watch it ahead of time, that episode is uh, Ghost Hunters. It's called Ghost of Christmas Past Season 6, Episode 25. Have fun with us. You can also find that on Discovery Plus, home of Demon in the White House. Is this going to be a series? Because this was called episode one. Maybe that's why they never get to uh, Reagan. And I don't Bush. know. Did they the got, first Bush they... do anything bad in office? I don't remember. No, because he's a God-fearing man and there were no seances. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because he told his wife she wasn't allowed to and she was a good wife and listened. Exactly. Take a page from her book, Nance. I do think it's funny that like Melania Trump literally created hell on earth every Christmas at the White House and not a single photo. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it looked like the wedding scene in Beetlejuice in that White House for years but here's <laughs> for the Christmas. Thing. I'm into that. That's like on the, the list of Trump administration atrocities. That, <laughs> yeah, doesn't, that doesn't even make the list. I just but for the war on Christmas crowd, it's a little hypocritical in my department. That's true. So but Trump war, Trump won the war on Christmas. So it's over. No, he's definitely Santa Claus. Happy. Happy Christmas. War is over. Yeah, because we've got COVID to, anyway. So. <sighs> yeah, come back next week. Bonus uh, oh, episode. Oh, oh. Subscribers, you can hear us talk about Ghost Hunters, Ghosts of Christmas Past. Until then, Caitlin, do we have anything to plug before we Just get out of here? Be careful out there, everybody. That's Whoa. all. Whoa, could you not invoke the spirits at the end of this? I don't need you bringing ghosts. Big old libtard on our show, but just uh, mask up. Be careful, please. Wow. Wow. You act like people can do anything about the demons making them not wear masks. For those of us who are not possessed by a smashed face ghost, child, mask up. Okay. That makes more sense. I appreciate that. I know. I should have added more qualifiers. You're right. You're right. When you're right, you're right. I know. I know. Uh, I don't. I don't have anything to plug. I don't, I, you know, let's do, it's Christmas. Just, we don't, it's season of giving. Don't, don't, don't worry about it. Yeah. My gift to you is no plugs in this moment. You're welcome. I love that. I love that for us. Uh, so let's get the fuck out of here. Caitlin, say goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Thank you.